Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast to students, by students, for students. Yeah. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode 30. Welcome. Oh, my word. We made the big three. Oh, do you guys, don't you feel adultish now? Like, I feel like our, our podcast is like a full-grown adult now. You know, like the 20s, you're yeah. still figuring stuff out. No, but I think we're 30, like 25. You wouldn't know this, but trust me, this is what will happen. 20s are <laughs> kind of a weird decade, but then when you get to 30, all right, now, yeah. now I'm ready to rock. So I feel like our podcast has just hit legitimate adulthood which yeah. is just so nice good well thank you guys for being here and thank you to those who are joining us on our uh, live stream um yeah so this is this is an episode for the record books Ooh. yeah cassie's gonna join us you probably noticed the empty chair cassie's gonna join us in just a few minutes she she was asked to do something as she very often is and Alyssa, you were you downstairs singing this morning yes okay yes. That's why we didn't see you upstairs. All right. Yeah. So, uh, just to give some context, we we this is we're recording on a Sunday morning. We just got out of our first student service, uh, and so this is kind of between our our two services. So, Hayden was uh, on guitar and helping to uh, lead the singing in our youth service, and Alyssa was on the vocals, yeah. and she was downstairs in the adult service. So, yeah, awesome, wonderful. So, what was were you in the the adult service the whole time? Uh, yes. Okay. So give us like a little kind of a, a synopsis, like a nutshell version, summary summary of what was talked about in the adult service. Pop quiz, Alyssa. How well, well fair, as Cassie's here. All right. Good. Welcome, Cassie. To be fair. To be <laughs> To yourself. I, I had, a little, had a little band meeting. It sounds oh, like the beginning okay, of an excuse. Okay, okay. During okay. the adult All right. Well, that's fair. Uh-huh. All right. To be fair, she had a little adult or uh, a little band meeting. Um, during the service. All right. To be fair, well, that was a good excuse. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> hey, hey. All right, yeah, okay, good. So the honest answer is you really don't know. No. You don't know yeah. what was. I yeah. saw Reggie a, was preaching, though, I think. Oh, yeah, Reggie right. was preaching. Okay. Um, I think there was, I think he. this was like a more like a surprise attack. I think there was someone else who's supposed to preach today. Oh. So, you know, just we'll give props to him. That yeah, he, he, surprise attack. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever attack. heard that, never <laughs> heard that expression used in a context of a church service. We have a surprise attack. All right. Surprise attack preacher. Good yeah. deal. All right. Um, and Hayden, yeah. I'll put you on the spot for our service upstairs. Give us a nutshell, like summary version. of. Uh, well, so you see, I was in a band meeting too. No. <laughs> oh, that's okay. um, yeah, sure. I, it was a good service. It was like Jerry was talking about um, the prophecies and the ways that the Bible can be uh, proven like externally and internally, yeah. internally through um the hundreds of prophecies that Jesus fulfilled through his life and then externally through like the, uh, what's it called? The bibliographical. Yes. Nice. You remember. And, um, how like the Bible, it doesn't contradict itself. It has many, um, different, uh, manuscripts that back it up, uh, within a short time right after the things happen. Yeah. So it was really good. That's good. Made me want to take his apologetic, apologetics. It is, it is, it is fun. It's a really, it's a really great course. Um, so yeah, you did really well. You did, you did better than, you know, we won't mention Alyssa's name, but you did better than, but I'm sure, I'm sure the next service you'll, I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah. (laughs) When you said, oh yeah, that does, that does not, that does not flow with confidence at all. Oh yeah. Well, hi Cassie. Thank you for joining us. Cassie's in demand and she had to, she had to do some things. 
Um, so she doesn't get a tardy slip today. Right. No tardy slip today. This is an excused tardy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's totally fine. Um, okay. So back to this whole Bible uh, thing. I think that there might be a perception of Christians, like people who follow Christ, that we're really just basing our lives on some fairy tale like book that's just almost like made up, like fictional, like it can't be proven. And yet we're basing our lives on this collection of books. Um, and I don't think that we think enough about the archaeology and the science and like the verifiable mm-hmm. facts that are in the Bible and that are, that are part of the story. Some of those we touched on uh, in the service this morning, but um, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Like yeah. as you think about uh, as a as a high schooler in 2021, as you think about your own faith, like what do you find it based upon? Because you uh, just to kind of give you a little lead in. You have probably, knowing all three of you, you've probably grown up in a home where you're kind of presented with this story. This story that once upon a time, this God made everything and the people messed up and then God had to fix it. And so he sent his son and this son was a really great person and a cool teacher and he healed people and they killed him on a cross, but then he didn't stay dead. He died or he rose again three days later. Uh, soon after that, he went into heaven and one day he's coming back. That's basically probably the, the, the summary of the story that you have been told. But why, why do we believe that? Like, is it like, is there anything about that that we can prove? Is there anything about it that's like verifiable? And this all comes under the umbrella of critical thinking that I think is so very important. The process to go through in your teens and twenties, I think really Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the, that's prime time. Uh, I mean, at least, at least yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So when you think about your faith, I'm just trying to set the stage. When you think about your faith, like where, what that you've heard this morning or have thought about what, like what resonates with you or like, or if it's been just kind of a wish and a prayer, like you're just kind of taken for granted, like your parents are telling you the truth. That's okay too. I just kind of want to know, like, what are your thoughts about all of that? I think at least for me, there was... One thing I really like about our church is that we kind of have really diverse, like, lessons and series that we do. And one of them was just one of the most amazing ones that I've ever been to is, like, when you see it was really pointing out the scientific proof behind Christianity. Mm-hmm. And, I like, if you think about it from, like, a scientific point, there's, like, trial error, there's human error, there's experience, mm-hmm. there's constants in life. And, like, I really like this trial and error type mentality because it's, mm-hmm. like, God's going to throw things at you and it's kind of like you either take it and you don't work with it or you keep on going until you fi- figure out what works for you. Hmm. And I think that God just wants us to figure out why we have faith and not mm-hmm. why our parents have faith, not why our, mm. our church has faith. Like you have to find that in yourself because at the end of the day, it's a relationship between you and Christ. Yeah. And so if you don't have that trial and error, you don't have those constants in your life, it's kind of like you see how all of this stuff works together. And I really yeah. liked that this series at one time we had... Um, participated in it talked about like the specific things that can be proven like the rock like erosion like in time like how that proves like there was a flood that Mm -hmm. there was like i don't know just different things and then how like perfectly the like earth is placed between the sun and Mm -hmm. like how if it was just moved like a millimilla whatever like the word is or it's just like we would have been like birthed to death or we would have been like frozen over like it's just insane like the precision that's like one thing i love about these like scientific way of looking at it it's like god has a hand for like precision but i think that creativity often is seemed as like whimsical or Mm -hmm. loose but precision is like scientifical and like 
and exact. But when you think about it, God is all those things. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't fault one area. He doesn't fault the other. And that's right. what I think that has really proven to me that like there is a God, there is someone who loves me because you see creativity and you see precision. And yeah. like a lot of people don't have those two things. Mm-hmm. And you can see it throughout humanity. You can see how people are created. It's just like there's such an amazing like area of I don't know, qualities that God has that kind of proves to you that, like, there's someone who's trying to help you and there's someone who's created all of this. I think going back to that trial and error, it's like when you go through things, you either are proven that, like, most people either shy away from God because they feel like, oh, like, you put that on me. Yeah. Or you go through things that kind of push you to be like, he made me stronger for a reason and I'm going to just use that to use as a testimony to other people. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think just looking at it from a scientific point of view, like you can just find so much proof that there is a God. That's great. That people don't like to look at. Wow. And, uh, Really good. Yeah, Hayden, before you get to that, I forgot to say, um, if you're watching on Instagram Live and you have any comments or questions between Cassie and Alyssa, maybe you can like keep an eye on the Mm -hmm. screen there in front of you. Yeah. And see if there's anything. So just feel free to like interrupt and yeah. just interject if somebody send says questions says on. something. Oh yeah, yeah. and Number we have send questions. Yeah. Through yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. Hopefully you're watching us live. But yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Hayden. Um, and uh, Peter, I think it's Peter. He says in um, some place I don't really know, but he talks about like always being ready to give an account for what you believe. Yeah. And I think it's sort of sad how uh, Christian young Christians and even older ones they don't quite they can't answer the tougher questions Mm -hmm. and they go out into the world and because they don't they don't know they haven't studied they haven't uh or haven't heard yeah uh, they don't even know that there that there's um parts of their faith that uh could be questioned and so when they come across that like one first question that someone asked them like what is this they their faith falls apart and you touched on that in your sermon but the first thing um that you said the first thing to being able to answer those tough questions is really knowing what you believe because mm-hmm. you can't you can't defend what you believe if you don't know what it is. Yeah. And it really comes down to reading the Bible first and knowing that and even if it's just a little bit a day reading the Bible is really important so that then you can know what you believe and then be able to defend what you believe. Yeah. Other things. Yeah. And books and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think I it's really important. Hayden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole idea of blind faith, you probably heard that expression mm-hmm. before. I don't think that blind faith is like biblical faith like i think that we should no, yeah. be intelligent about the things that we believe and like i understand like i was while while i was sharing uh this morning in our student service like i could see the the range in there's a there's a wide age range in the room there are sixth graders and there are 12th graders and everyone in between and i could see kind of like the blank stare of younger students mm-hmm. as they're i and i and i want to believe like they're they're trying to like grasp and grapple but it really is part of the it's part of the brain development process as well as you as you grow there's like this physiological changes that are happening in your brain and you start to be able to think about why something happens not just like what happens and you start to you start to understand that the decisions that you make have consequences Mm -hmm. whereas like quite literally as a younger child you can't connect those things like your brain can't do that yet and so that's why I think middle school and high school young adult age ranges are really the time when you need to tear these things apart and these these truths and see like, well, why is that true? And how how can that be proven? Yeah. And I know that we can't go beyond any shadow of any doubt. Otherwise, there would be no argument for anyone. There would be no atheists 
except for those who are just, I don't know what the nice word is, but like just morons or just choose to stay ignorant um, because it all could be proven. So I do think that there's a certainly a faith element, but um, what are some of the, are there things in your own faith that you question or that you struggle with? Like any question that we've like had yeah about. yeah I mean that's just kind of a wide open sorry it's yeah. a really big question but it's a wide open question are the things that you just still find yourself kind of wrestling with yeah. just when it comes to faith or the Bible or spiritual things or God or purpose mm-hmm. I think one thing that like I feel like everybody questions things but it's like hard mm-hmm. to like verbalize because you want to think that like you have this complete, like, sureness of God. Yeah. Like, you had this complete, like, grasp. But, like, in reality, none of us, we know, like, an inch of, like, miles of, like, mm-hmm. what God knows. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you want to grasp everything, but I think at the same point, God just knows so much more. And I think sometimes, like, for some people, that's, like, a power struggle or something that's, like, I want to be, like, the leader of my life. I want yeah. to be, like... So I feel like question-wise for me would just be like why things happen Mm -hmm. and because i think just that like secular and like worldly influences too it's just like you want all these things in life to go good like you want like you see all these things that are just so terrible in the world and you want to fix them and you want to like them to change but it's like things like that only change of like the the will of god and you can't do anything about it Mm. so i think questions in my faith would just be like why like i think in general just why because Mm -hmm. i think i just have so much hurt for like people who go through things and people who are experiencing things that are just so tough and like you want to reach out as a christian you want to be like there's someone who loves you but at the same time people don't want to feel loved when they're being constantly torn down yeah Yeah. so i think yeah why is just my biggest question which Mm -hmm. can be really pointed at anything yeah but yeah that's true yeah um I think a question that I I'm not like I'm not trying to make assumptions but I feel like a lot of people can relate to this but a good question is what's true mm-hmm. and what's not mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like you hear so many different perspectives of like yeah. the Bible and God and you see so many views when you don't know like the truth mm-hmm. but like once you look into the the way the truth and the life mm-hmm. you can see what's reality mm-hmm. and we get so caught up in believing other things that we hear like on the radio or in like classes that we don't focus on what's true and what's right in front of you and what's happening and we don't believe like things that are happening to ourselves like kind of what Alyssa was saying like why that can't be true like why is that happening like everything happens for a reason is a common one but because so many people don't believe that and but like we know the truth that it's a part of God's plan no matter what happens and it's just so many people ask why and like why did that happen to me why did that happen to that person like why but they do they just like can't see the truth Hmm. and they start to question it Hmm. but I've questioned that before because I've wondered what is the truth and then yeah Hmm. like and then I read my bible and I was like okay there's no purpose Hmm. That's a really, really good point. And I think an important distinction that you that you just mentioned, this whole idea of everything happens for a reason, which is which is a very it's almost kind of a cliched thing to say. Like when someone's going through something difficult, it's a, it's easy for someone to just kind of put their arm around them and say, They're there now, everything happens for a reason. I don't really I haven't really found that to be as true 
as maybe looking at it as every event or every circumstance that you go through has the potential to lead you toward a greater purpose, both for your own development and for God's glory. But the the whole idea of everything happens for a reason, that's really, that's a bitter pill to swallow because we are people who love and we feel loss. And when someone, when, when something happens in my life, that's really hard to explain. Sometimes the bandaid of everything happens for a reason, just it's, that doesn't cut it. It doesn't really help a lot. But if I can kind of like zoom out a little bit and I can see that everything that I go through has the potential to be a, to be something that pushes me further into an understanding of purpose and God's purpose. Some people might be listening to this and they might say, Jerry, that's the same thing. You're just like splitting hairs. But at least in my mind, there's a distinction there. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, don't worry about it because it's God has a reason and I'm sure it's a good reason. And, you know, that feels really close to like, well, what a cruel God he is then because he's done something that hurts me and he's calling it good. Whereas if I if I can embrace every situation, even every loss and every trial, as this has the potential to move me forward in my understanding of God's purpose, then that's, I don't know, again, it might be, someone might be like saying, that doesn't even make sense. But <laughs> at least at least in my head, it's, I don't know, that that's a different way to look at it, yeah. I suppose. So. Uh, you can, you can, when you go through a situation like that, you can either sit back and when someone says, oh, it's all for, it's all in God's plan and it's all, God does uh, oversee it all and it's all part of his plan. But you can either sit back and wait for something to be, for uh, a purpose to be fulfilled, mm-hmm. or you can go and step into it and ask like, what, what is God teaching me in this? What can I, how can I use this to uh, give God glory? Yeah. And I think those are very two yeah. different things. Or what things. can I learn from it? Yeah. 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 What I'm, I think that's a, that's a really great question, a powerful question. What can I learn from this? Or oh, what yeah. might God be teach, trying to teach me in this situation? It shows that they're going to gain something instead yeah. of losing something. Right, right, yeah. Instead yeah. of being like so caught up in the environment, yeah. listen for what he's teaching you. Yeah. And it shows hum- humility that you're not just focused on yourself and your feelings and yeah. uh, the bad things that are happening to me, yeah. but like really focus on God and what can I learn? How can God grow me? Yeah. Yeah. Through that hard time. Because so many people get torn down. They're like, oh, my life yeah. is so bad. It's all my fault. But you gotta look at the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that we, we mean to say that we don't experience loss. Like oh, no. all of us yeah. have yeah. experienced that. And it's not that we're just sweeping it under the rug or just kind of like sugarcoating it. It's that we want to, we want to give, I guess we want to give loss its due. We want to like be able to process it in a healthy way. But at the, at the end of it, we want to be able to say, here's either, here's what God taught me through that situation about himself or about me or about trials or about the world. Or we want to be able to say, my heart is open to still understand what, what he is doing or, you know, what he was trying to accomplish in that. I have a, a personal example from years and years ago, uh, there was a death of, of a young boy. Um, and he was, you know, I think he was under two years old or somewhere around two years old, tragic accident, death of a young boy in, in our church. 
Um, and even to this day, I'm like, I don't understand what that was about. Like, why, why did that? And I know accidents happen and I know someone, someone might just say like, it's just an accident, let, you know, mm-hmm. let it go. And I, it's, that's not where I'm stuck, but it's kind of like, what, what did God, what was, what was happening there? Like, how did God redeem that situation? Cause I, I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know. So, um, and then there's the concept of like, oh, God's going to explain everything when we see him. Like when we get to heaven, he'll sit yeah. us down and he'll explain everything. And I don't know that that's really in the Bible either. I think it's a nice thought, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really find that like that explicit, yeah. like God's going to, you know, okay, here, remember in, you know, 2020 yeah, yeah. and I did that. Here's what I was doing. Yeah. I, don't I think he talks about like everything being revealed, but I'm not sure that's what he, he, he really means. Like, yeah. remember this time when yeah. you, in your life when you... Your ice cream fell on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> this was why. <laughs> or something oh, like that. Now I get it. That's super <laughs> yeah. petty, but right. like stuff like that. That sometimes handling handling it with intelligence is like just simply noticing the fact that like we messed up. This is a like we're not this is a sinful world. Like ever since Adam and Eve, like God didn't promise us that life is gonna be easy. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's like letting off of God and being like this is not like inflicted sometimes i mean at least for me i feel like sometimes there's not like there's always something you can learn yeah. there's always not a purpose to why something happens like sometimes i feel like we just live in a sinful world and things happen because we choose to sin mm-hmm. and a lot of it's inflicted by ourselves so i think that handling situations is like i think that's why the bible talks about like gentleness and humility because it's like people who aren't christians are going to see those as like losses yeah and so like yeah. just being gentle about it so, yeah it's true I think sure. there's like a good a good question is to think about is what's the difference between a purpose and an accident mm-hmm. because there could have like there's consequences or for both like it, they, the consequence could either be positive or negative but mm. like let's use Hayden's example dropping ice cream I uh, did like was there a purpose for dropping the ice cream or did it just happen on accident mm-hmm. so it's a good yeah. Scale. Yeah. So in that silly example, it was an accident because, you know, stuff happens. Or was it to feed the birds? Yeah. But what – oh, here. Here. I'll, I'll share. This happened to me yesterday. I was losing my mind. So yesterday, um, two big spills, like drink spills happened, like in two – like oh. hours apart from each other in two different rooms. Both – like one was a full cup of coffee mm. all over the floor and then the other was a full cup of sweet tea. Did you spill them? No, well, there were there were there one was on my wife's desk and she had like pulled the the drawer out, but it uh-huh. made like the desk like oh, heavy wow. like yeah. in one way, so the whole thing fell over. Oh wow! Uh, and, yeah, and coffee went everywhere. And then the other the other one, I was sitting in the recliner, and my dog, who's gigantic, <laughs> comes up and his butt just like hits my sweet tea, which is sitting on the table oh. next to it. Okay, so those are both accidents. But I, if I want to, I can say. Okay, how can I make sure that that in likelihood doesn't happen again? Okay, so maybe like with the desk thing, okay, maybe we would make sure we don't pull the drawer out like as far as we did or make sure that like there's only it's like counterbalanced right or we don't put hot coffee on the desk when we're pulling a heavy drawer out. or um for the dog Okay, I I gotta be really careful when the dog jumps up on my lap in this recliner that I don't have a. Ju- so what I'm saying is we can think through after something happens we can think through okay, how would I live differently the next time? Mm-hmm. Not that you're gonna eradicate c- accidents because that's ridiculous, but you can still have a mindset of 
how can I make the most of this kind of inconvenient or even tragic thing uh, that's going on? So one thing that you said, Alyssa, which I think is really good, we use the word intelligence. And I think having an intelligent faith is really kind of what we're going after. I think that's like, it's not just blind faith. It's not just like fingers crossed faith. It's Mm -hmm. not just like, gee, I hope so. But we actually have a rock solid intelligence and about we're our faith. Thinking about what you're choosing to put like through your life. Yeah, yeah, I think all that is so very powerful. Well, that's man, that's a good conversation. And unfortunately, we gotta we gotta stop here. But we want to thank everybody for listening. Yeah, Thanks, y'all, thank for you. all of your input. Were there any uh, questions sent in? Or no? No. no. Y'all are no bad at asking yeah. questions. No questions. You guys have quiet listeners. Yeah, we uh, we yeah. do. Uh, maybe maybe everything we shared just answered every question oh, yeah. they had. Yep, that's exactly. probably that's probably what happened. For all right. our three viewers, including yeah. Alyssa. Thanks, yes. guys. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Love you, and uh, we'll catch you with episode thirty-one next time. Woo-hoo. All right. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast. Two students, by students, for students.